Welcome to our podcast, Starting Back Into the Decades. We are hosts, Kansas and Cece. Today's episode, Jazz Was Born, takes us back into the 1920s. Today, we hope to go over and give our opinions about the 1920s fashion, actors, major events, and all the other things that come along with it. So stop to listen, learn, and laugh. Flappers were stylish young party girls in the 20s. These women were greatly criticized by the world. Their outfits consisted of pleated skirts, high black heels, feather headbands, and some others. The other women wore looser clothes, which revealed more arms and legs, and they also wore other stuff, obviously. Um, They were, like, kind of seen as, like, rebels, you know? Yeah. I thought they were cool. (laughs) I like their outfits when you look at pictures. Anyways. um, They, like, did stuff like smoking in public and drank alcohol and danced at jazz clubs, which wasn't big then for women. Um, the name Flappers, um, they don't know how the slang term came about, but it started after the World War I. Yeah. Don't disagree. <laughs> I see. <laughs> what do you think of them, Kansas? Oh, well, I personally don't have a problem with them. I think they were, they were actually, like, really pretty and looked really I cool. Their, I like their dresses. I Their dresses, I don't know. I, they were a bit much for me. I think Personally. Cool. But... I, I'm not going to judge them for what they were. Yeah. Um, how about their hair? Did they have a lot of bobs? Yeah. Um, their hair, they had a lot of, they got, like, big, short hair became very popular after World War One. Oh, like, okay. they had, bobs were very popular. And there's also a, different types of haircuts. Um, and... Usually, before World War One and the 1920s, pe- women had kept their hair long instead okay. of cutting it short. Kind of big, yeah, I like short hair. Yeah, and their fashion from the 1920s is still recognized today because it was a big change from what they usually wore. Because they used to wear corsets, which they called a torture machine. I've tried one of those on. <laughs> They're horrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But they used to call them torturing machines, and then they switched to looser clothes. And then um, their, also their waist, or their hemline, kept on getting lower and lower during the, through like the late 1910s and the 1920s. Oh yeah. They kept on getting looser and, or lower until they got to their hips, and it continued to be that way until like 1940. Rather nice. Yeah. Um, they got a lot of people didn't like them. Utah, there are a bunch of states that like tried to make rules on them. Like Utah tried to pass legislation on the length of their skirts, and Virginia wanted to ban any dresses revealing a woman's throat too much. And Ohio wanted to ban their form-fitting outfits, which you said they got looser, but um, and the women at beaches in quote-unquote, inappropriate swimsuits were escorted away away by the police. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And um, there's this lady, a Washington, D.C. hostess. She tried starting a mass movement against vulgar fashions, hoping prominent women's clubs and colleges would help her. And even women's rights activists criticized them. Oh my goodness. So, I yeah. thought they were cool. Yeah, they were pretty cool. 
Um, they also, like the Flapper Girls and everything, they got their exotic taste from like, cause Jazz had just started and it was getting up and they wore any jewelry that, like if their neck was exposed, if they had like a bare arm, they would just put on jewelry and it was mostly for the young girls because they were just, they saw this new fashion and they were like, oh yeah, sick. There you go. Yep. Um, and then the makeup changed too. Usually before World War One, the typical makeup routine was like white powdered face with black mascara, and then they got into like red lipstick and all that I jazz. Like that. That's cool. But it was much more, much more tedious because they didn't have what we have now. So it was and very. This was right after war. Yeah, even the men changed. Well, not as drastically as the women had. The men started wearing loose fit pants, which were like. A major like looked upon if you wore them before World War One. Oh yeah. Yeah, they would like if you wore loose pants, you were like that person. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Like what the heck are you doing? Like, <laughs> dude, you know what it's. And then they, yeah, that was in the 1920s. Oh, and they also wore like Oxford and wingtip shoes back then. I don't like know all the times. It's like those, those like... penguin shoes. Penguin? Like, you know those fancy shoes that are like black and white? And they got like the, like W, and it looks weird. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness. No idea what you're talking about. Oh, shoot. No, don't do that. Um, yeah, they, yeah. Oh gosh, show you. Like those, the penguin shoes. Oh, never seen yeah. this in my life. They, but they only wore them to like theater and stuff because they didn't. So when the men went out, they didn't always have to wear tuxes anymore. They wore diff, like they only wore tuxes when they went to um, theater, and then they um, started wearing top hats when they went out to theater. And like when you say theater, you mean like, like acting, opera, oh, oh, like or like watching something. What are they? Operas? Yeah. Operas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, and they, then they started wearing fedoras. Like, really? They, yeah, men did. I was I like, oh, hats. that's weird. Yeah, and then they didn't wear many accessories before the 1920s, but then they started using, like, a bunch of pocket watches and scarves. It was weird. Cool, cool. The Rise of Jacks had a very... The Rise of Jazz? Yeah, the Rise of Jazz. I like had jazz. a very big impact on the fashion a lot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But, like, yeah, because... Famous artists like Miles Davis, Louis, is it Louis Armstrong or Louis? Wait, um, let me see. How did you write that? I don't know. Louis or Louis? L O U I S, however you say that. Yeah, no Armstrong. And L. Fitzgerald, they really had a very, like, how do you explain it? A very big impact on their fashion. They inspired inspired, people? Yeah. Um, And, okay, so jazz artists, like, the jazz recordings were often called race records. And they were typically played by African, okay, so the jazz was basically in just the African-American neighborhoods usually oh. until it got really big like in big cities like new york and chicago it was normally played in those neighborhoods 
but then it started getting really big and it was jazz was America's first contribute contribution contribution to the <laughs> music world yeah and many soldiers that were in like war instead of just having their gun on them they put down their guns and picked up an instrument like in their free time yeah nice yeah at post-war like after everything was done after went which out. war first war World first war, war. yes okay um they jazz artists were began to perform and stuff for like soldiers and just oh, everywhere yeah. instead of having the big bands cool like the big operas i think jazz is cool it's yes. a good genre of music um should we move on to our second topic now yeah there were some big stars back in the 20s. A name, to name a few, was Little Mary Pickford, Harry Lloyd, Georgia Cor- Swanson, Cor- Gloria Swanson, oof, Tom Mix, and Rudolph? Rudolph Valentino. These actors and actresses will be the ones we are focusing on today. On in today's episode, that's okay. On Hollywood, um, Little Mary Pickford, like Little Mary was her nickname. Um, her original name, she was an actress, her original name was Gladys Louise Smith. Um, she was born April 9th, 1892 in Toronto, Ontario. Um, she was one of the richest and most famous women in the U.S. at the height of her career. Um, she was considered America's sweetheart of the silent screen, and she started acting really young. How young was she? I have no idea. Does anyone know? Someone knows. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I see. Um, well, wait, why did they call her the America's sweetheart? Because she was one of the most famous. Like, Charlie D'Amelio. Oh. Really famous. No, um, yeah, Little Mary Pickford. That's cool. Really famous. It's like, like that. I don't know. yeah. Um, our next cool. was Harold Lloyd. He was an actor, comedian, and stuntman. He was born April twentieth, eighteen ninety three, in Burchard, Nebraska. I don't know how to say that. Um, he was a film comedian. He was one of the highest paid stars in of the twenties. Um, he was one of the cinema's most popular personalities, and he also began acting as a child. And no, Kansas, I do not know how young. <laughs> My bad. A child. Um, he's really funny, apparently, is what I found in my research. Yeah, so am I. Sure. <laughs> that is so rude, CC. No, you have a hair on your sweatshirt. Probably, it's not connected, I swear. Okay. What? (laughs) Our next (laughs) actress is Gloria Swanson. Gloria, not Gladys. Or Georgia. It's Gloria. Um, Her original name is Gloria Mae Josephine Svensson. She was born March 17th, 1899 in Chicago. Mo- she was. Do you know where Chicago is? Illinois. Good Thank job, you very Zizi. much. <laughs> Good job. Motion picture. She was, you know, on motion picture, stage, and a TV actress. 
She was no known as a glamorous Hollywood star. And she was part of the U.S. Army Transport Service as a child, which ended her family, ended up with her family going to, like, Florida, Texas, and Puerto Rico. And she also started acting as, oh, wait, no, she started acting as a teen, not a child. Wait, so they were, like, that young when they started acting? I don't know. What do you mean, that young? Well, you said the other ones were a child, and then well, she's a teen. Well, Harold was a child, she was a teen, and... Mary was young. was young, so I don't. She could have been in her twenties. That's considered young. Oh, well, that kind of is young, Cece. It is young, Kansas. Yeah, Cece. <laughs> <laughs> um. Next, we have Tom Mix. He was an actor. He was born January 6, eighteen eighty, in Mix Run, Pennsylvania. Named after his, after his nice. town. Wow, look at that. Um, he was a film actor, star of Western films. Kansas, do you know Western? what Western films are? Yes, I know what Western wow. films are. He worked as a cowhand and in the U.S. Army, also as a deputy sheriff, and served in the Texas Rangers before he started wow. acting. That was all before he started acting. Not the acting. Power Rangers? <laughs> Kansas. <laughs> was he the yellow one or the pink one? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, anyways, he... Also started acting. He started acting as a young adult after all those different jobs. He's all over the place, dude. Anyways, <laughs> dude. Um, Rudolph Valentino is our last star. He was an actor. Um, was he? Yes. He was born in on May 6, eighteen ninety five, in Castellaneta, Italy. He was Italian. Really? And he you wouldn't guess he was idolized as the great lover. <laughs> And he started making films as a young adult. And I'm gonna let Kansas read his real name. Started. <laughs> Rodolfo Al Alfonso Raffaello Pierre Filbert. Oh, there's more. <laughs> Gugliemi Di Valentina. D. I think it's D. Valentina. Just guessing. D. Valentina. De Among <laughs> Gula. There. There Great you go, Kansas. I know. That's beautiful. Should we? Is that all? Okay. Yeah, just wait. We are going to have um, a word from our sponsors here. If you're looking to buy yourself some bread heifers, head on over to the Lazy W Angus Ranch for some easy calving sleep all night bread heifers. The Lazy W is located four and a half miles north of ju the junction of Highway 281 and 17 in Candu, North Dakota. Great people to work with and you'll have your herd growing in no time. <laughs> a few major events occurred in the 1920s. Congress passed the 19th Amendment allowing women to vote. But later in 1929, on what's now called Black Tuesday, the stock market crashed. This sent America in a downward spiral into the Great Depression. Okay. Um, yeah, the woman's right... Still fine. What? I was like... Okay, yeah, the woman... Women's had... Okay. There was women protests all over. Um, yeah, they had won their right to vote, which they never had before, which was... I always thought it was later, but... You thought it was later? No, like... Like later, like I thought it was in like the 1940s that they won their right to vote, but I didn't. I know. thought it would have been like 
earlier. Earlier. I don't know. Well, they probably should have had it earlier because well, duh. men but are like, dumb. No. <laughs> I never knew the actual um, date. Yeah, I never knew. I'm either. pretty sure we're supposed to learn that in like seventh grade, but you know. Yeah, you know. That goes. Anyways. What I learned in seventh grade was mitochondria is the powerhouse of itself. I forgot about that, so. Um, yeah, so basically, that's basically it for that. And then the same year in Congress, they passed a bill that said it was illegal to sell al- alcohol without a permit. Or without, like, you can't just, like, hey, want some alcohol that I made in my backyard? Moonshine? No. Oh, um, what's the moonshine? Moonshine. What yeah. did you just say? Nothing. Moonshine? <laughs> it's moonshine. That's what I said. No, it's not. It's moonshine. What did you say before? I said moonshine. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I watched Dukes of Hazard. I know I'm moonshine. Moon. Low and. Low and. What? Bow and Luke Duke. Bow and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to say that, but I kept stuttering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all I have. That's all you have? Okay, well, for the stock market, it's now, that day is now known on, of, now known as Black Tuesday. Um, Why not white? Kansas? <laughs> I don't know. You go talk to them about it. Okay, I'll talk to my ancestors that died for it. Good. Actually, like, Take 60 time. years ago. Go. On that day, 16 million shares on the New York Stock Exchange in one day. They were traded, those, that 16 million was traded by some Wall Street investors. Um, and that turned out with billions of dollars lost, which wiped out thousands of investors. Um, the aftermath was America and the rest of the industrialized world had a downward spiral, into the, which ended up as the Great Depression. Because it happened, I think, on October 29th of 1929. What so happened? Black Tuesday. How the heck? Have you been listening to me, Kansas? Yes, I've been listening. But, but how do you know that date? I remember it. Because when I learn something, I keep it in my brain. So, what does the mitochondria do? <laughs> it's the powerhouse. Um, what else do we learn? We're not... Great? We're not... We're not... Le- talking about this. This is the stock market, Kansas. Don't quiz me on school stuff. Okay. Um, a little background on this situation. Um, in the 20s, like the early 20s, I think, yeah. No. Just the whole 20s. Um, the stock market had a rapid expansion, hitting its peak in August 1929. After some of the world, uh, after some time of wild speculation in the roaring twenties, um, see, look it up. I'm pretty sure it's October that it's crashed. Black I'll Tuesday, check. October 29th. We'll see if I'm right. At that point, production had been had declined and unemployment had risen. Did you say Black leaving, Tuesday. Yes. Okay. Leaving stocks in great excess of their real value, and some other causes, other causes. Were low wages, proliferation Hot, of debt. Wrong. Was I wrong? October 24th, 1929 to November oh, okay. 13th, 1929. You look- yes, I'm not dumb. Oh, okay. I didn't look for Black Friday, did I? Well, I didn't. No. That's after Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's... What day is that, Cece? Friday. Thank you very much. <laughs> what? Isn't the date. It? The oh, date. I don't know. It's whatever Friday is. <laughs> like- is Thanksgiving the same weekend every year? 
I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think it is. It's not the same date, but it's the same week. Anyways, this isn't what we're talking about. <laughs> um, let me see what the um, is. Some of the other causes other than and were low wages, proliferation of debt, a struggling ag sector, agriculture sector. sector oh, so it's going to be November 26th. And an excess of large bank loans that couldn't be liquidated. Big words. Yeah, it was, it's gonna, so Black Friday is going to be the 26th. That's great. Yeah, I know it's great. What? What? <laughs> Here's one more word from our sponsors. Do you like watching North Star sports such as basketball, volleyball, track and field, baseball, and all the other ones that we include? Do you never have anything to wear during them? Just head downtown on Main Street to the hardware store and there you can have it. We're done here for today. Next episode, I mean, if you still want to listen, will be up sometime in this next week, and it will be on the 1930s. The Dust Bowl and the Golden Age of Hollywood is only part of what we will talk about. Thank you for listening, and be back again for shutting back into the decades. Episode 2. Bye.